posts are the same people that get trapped with the hot girls in your city now. <laughs> it's like, it that's is. a rhetorical it question, is. bro. That so question the, is not for you. And so the thing is, the thing is, I'm always telling every dude, my advice is always, don't do that. Don't be DMing girls crazy stuff. But there have been time, and most, and there have been, there are, like, don't get it twisted. There are females that are minding their own business, that get sent dick pics, that get sent all types of unsolicited shit, and that's most, what. most females actually. Most, right? But there are some cases in which a shorty shows me like some stuff she got sent, and it'd be like, look what he said. But then you like look at he's replying to you know like thirsty man one on one to a story. And like you look at the, what the story post was, and you look at the story post, you be like, okay, but what, what are you doing to that cucumber in that? Like you know, who are you know you what I mean? Following, bro. Ed, please I'm put me on with who are you following? I'm just saying, bro. I'm I want to be intrigued by the thing. You know what? We'll skip over. All I'm trying to say is what I, what my principle is, and I employ every employ every guy to follow this principle, which is don't don't jump in those dms like granted there's been men that have been able to shoot accurately you know what i mean guys with high shooting percentages of blue ticks and things of that nature but for the most part it's like it's like catcalling dude it's digital catcalling just because there are hot girls in your city now doesn't mean that there are hot girls in your city now <laughs> that want you you're not special sir and that's the thing is that men men want to feel validated and special it's it's terrible for sure for sure and and understand that no matter how much attention somebody's trying seems like somebody's trying to invite to themselves sexual attention is something very different and always requires consent so no matter what it looks like that's something what up where does only fans taking where do we take only fans into account with this or See, does that become transactional? Because, well, it's all transactional, baby. It's all transactional. You know that. We know that. But OnlyFans gets tricky because the see, I don't see a I don't really see a distinction. If people are willing to pay for it, that you just what what are you paying for? You're paying for access to see what she posts. It's just Instagram behind a paywall. It doesn't mean that just because you pay for something, you are entitled to more of this person, more of their life. They ain't obligated. You paid to see. You paid for whatever they give after that pay price. So that don't entitle you to nothing extra. You just more of a sucker for paying. To me. I... <laughs> what you think? I, I don't I I genuinely don't know. And I'm not trying to be coy to, to dance around the topic, but I think one, it's not it's not content that I consume in a way that I can be able to justifiably say like, nah, you know, if they're putting this up, then this means I don't encounter that type of content, you know, but listen um, to our fans. If you have that content and you would like <laughs> us to, <laughs> to yeah, take it in for you, for sure. this is the, this like, is the open space comment, for that. Subscribe. Definitely. Hey, definitely subscribe. hey, hey. That's how we gonna Speak know. Speaking of which, speaking of which, definitely like, comment, subscribe on this podcast, bro. As me and you were talking, we 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 saw some, um, we're seeing some some consistency with the numbers. Yeah, uh, what you what you mean? Talk to me. Talk to me. We see some consistency with the numbers. It's just cool to see people actually coming back. 
um, people are engaging, people are are listening to us. So from you know from the All The Way Live podcast family, we want to thank everybody, everybody. And while I'm at it, bro, while I'm at it, allow me to introduce everybody to the All The Way Live podcast. This is nothing more, best believed, than a celebration of life through a conversation between two brothers, between two best friends. We talk about the life experiences of being us, young, black, in this crazy, crazy world. And how we've broken that up is into three different portions of the show portion number one is we get into stumble upon now stumble upon is anything that me and miles have stumbled upon throughout the week anything that we have stumbled upon um that we find to be interesting that we'd like to share with you guys and then from there we go into current news and now today's current news topic we gotta unpack those stimulus checks we gotta unpack those stimulus checks right so we're gonna break that thing down proper for y'all engage in that conversation and also take it to the Nashville bombing side. And for, um, tragically, there was a bombing in Nashville. Uh, uh, it, is, it is linked to the 5G conspiracy and things of that nature. So that's something that is fascinating to us that we'd also like to break apart with y'all. And then I'll recommend it and review. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. We've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for this. <laughs> Despite the fact that every previous episode we've been speaking about <laughs> we speak about this, but anyway, recommendations and review. Our recommendations and review for our first time listeners. This is where we get recommendations from the listeners. This is where we ask you guys to engage with us, tell us some things that you guys want to unpack, to review, to break down. And on today's episode, me and Miles are going to be by popular demand reviewing our top albums of the year. Obviously, everybody's doing that, so we've capped it to our two favorite albums of the year. I will admit that I did a hip-hop two and an R&B two, but that's just me. So be it. Um, and that is the show today, man. we got a super hot show lined up. Please, please, please come on in. Turn up your earphones. Grab a plate. Grab a drink. Grab a vice. Join us. Welcome to the conversation, family. Here we is. What up? We in the building. Man. Ran. Yeah. Ran, flew, and drove literally to get here, but we in the building. You fresh off of a vacation. You got to tell people that. You got that vacation glow on you. Yeah, I'm fresh off a flight. More importantly, you got to tell people that too. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, it was nothing. It was was cheek kisses and peace to the Uber driver before we got back in this thing. So we running right Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I told you before, as soon as we got on this mug, as soon as I saw the Zoom come up, I was hoping it was going to be, I was hoping I was going to be looking chocolatey like you. You know what I mean? I hoped I was, I had, I had gained some to combat this winter light-skinnedness that, that I'm currently confronted with. And no, nah. there's not enough Florida sun that you can soak up in six days. That'll get no, a brother no, no. This is chestnut hue that he's trying to aim for, but it's all right. <laughs> this is the motherland tan right here, okay? This is this is the African oven bacon. I was doing lawn work today, so I'm extra chocolatey today. You know what I'm saying? You got to put hours into this type of chocolatiness is what I'm trying to tell you. Hey, bro, you, but you're only saying things I like. Motherland, chocolate, <laughs> bacon. These are all the amazing things that I need more of in my life, bro. Hey, fam. Hey, fam. Well, listen. Let's get into the show. Miles Xavier, we already kind of got into the fact that you fresh off of a vacation. So dap on in with the people, bro. What type of energy are you bringing into this podcast today, bro? How you feeling? Oh, man, I'm happy to be back. It was, uh, so 
I drove down to Florida with my uh with my grandpa. And that was just really dope, man. Just like diving into he's a talker already. So you ain't even got his you ain't there was no worries about, you know, is it gonna be a conversation? Um the downside is he's a talker. So <laughs> It isn't going to be no lulls for music. I did not listen to, I didn't hook up no aux cord. I didn't hook up no Bluetooth. The 17 hour drive, just me and the grandpops. But that's, some, that's an amazing, you know, opportunity to, to, to learn about, you know, uh, you know, so where you came from, bro. Um, so that was really cool, man. Told me some, told me some cool stories about what it was like growing up, uh, living in Chicago, uh, he actually, so me and my mom have kind of lived parallel lives. He moved my mom and them out to the burbs. She went to the high school, like down the street from where we ended up living. Um, and so he talked about how going back and forth between Chicago and the burbs, making that opportunity for his family, like how that affected, you know, and how that shaped who he is and his habits and how he navigated the world and that time as a black man and so i was just soaking up games so that was dope got to the florida tried to soak up some sun didn't work tried didn't work <laughs> but it's cool though got to do a, it was it was dope to be able to see my grandparents and feel better than i would have felt flying to go see them with all that's going on with the pandemic they got super strains and all types of stuff man you know what i'm saying so it was cool to make that happen and, and feel relatively safe about it it was just mm-hmm. us chilling in the crib, uh, nothing but home cooked food. Um, but we ended up so, and then we we didn't get back till today. So it's it's been over a week. It was like eight days, nine days. So it got to the point where I was loving it. I was chilling. But after Christmas, the 26th, 27th, 28th, started getting a little yeah. Easy. You know what I mean? It's like all right, we gonna. I had and it's and it's amazing, and I feel super blessed to have things like this podcast to have you know uh folks to talk to like you to have a job that i love to have things that i was excited to get back to but i i did start to roll into that space of being like because i didn't bring nothing i didn't bring i brought my laptop but i didn't bring nothing to spin records i didn't bring my hard drive i didn't bring you know like just reading and and chilling so i did get antsy to get back to work and here we is here you is here you is a long time goddamn in my bad break on in with Hey man, hey man. This, listen, we got a whole show around just listening to you talk. If you feel me, so please and thank you, um, Miles Xavier. On the last episode, the funny thing is, on the last episode when we we're joking around that Zoe has COVID, I hadn't actually taken the test yet. Yeah, I hadn't exactly taken the test yet. Now, it's been a two weeks later. Oh, Almost weeks later, um, if, for people that don't know, this episode is coming out. We're recording this on Tuesday, dropping Wednesday, because we cool like that these days. <laughs> we nice like that. Hey, don't tell them that, because don't tell them that. Tell them, hey, we get this to y'all by any means, and when we say we're going to do something, we do it. Don't be we expecting no day to turn around. I don't want you thinking we could do this in a day. Because I love that song, Damn. but I ain't do it all in a day. <laughs> <laughs> Fam. So I'm telling you, and I wanna and I kind of just want to walk with people through this process of of how I got the COVID. Right. All to say, right now I'm fine. I'm feeling good. We've shooken it through. We fought it through. I'm I'm back to what feels like 80% of my normal self. For the last two weeks, that hasn't necessarily been the case. 
you guys saw it on the last episode. But at that time, I hadn't gotten my test back going through the motions, so it was hard to talk about it. It was just go, 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 go. But essentially, what had happened, and I think I had told you about this, I had, we'd, been, we'd been doing a lot of work, right? We'd been pushing a lot of work. We've got a new product coming out, rolling out of the company, of Mandula Capital, um, the company that I'm a CFO for. We've got some, you know, managerial issues that are occurring over there that, did, that need to get handled. There's, you know, it's the end of the year. We're wrapping up. It's, we're pushing on all fronts. The podcast, we're changing the time that the podcast is coming out. So things are churning a little bit quicker and quicker. But, you know, all in a manner that we wanted. We wanted this work to go. All to say that on Friday, I had been on that rotation for a few weeks and I could feel my body starting to, to get the fatigue of just working a lot. You feel me? And so understanding that my body had, had felt was, you know, had been working a lot. Once I started to get these migraines and these headaches that started popping up, I just, you know, I attributed it to, I attributed it to fatigue. You feel me? You were wrong. God damn it. I was wrong. I, I was wrong. I was wrong. So that's, that's the Friday before we recorded, right? So Friday, I feel this strong headache. I, by that time, we were in, we're still in the office, 11 p.m. on that Friday, still pushing work, just grinding, 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 pushing work. So I say to my, par- to my, to my partner, my business partner, hey, man, listen, my head, you know, my head's finished. Let me tap on out now, hit the haystack, and then we can jump on this tomorrow. I wake up in the morning on a Saturday morning. Um, I couldn't sleep that Friday. I keep waking up, I go to bed. I keep waking up, I go to bed, right? Keep waking up, go to bed. Cool. I wake up on Saturday morning, very early in the morning, and the headache is still gripping me. The migraine is still gripping me. And now it feels as though I'm about to throw up. You called me on Friday, right? And told me that you have... Wait, when did you tell me you was having migraines? No, this this wasn't until Sunday. We still haven't even got there yet. Right, we still haven't got there. I think I told you on Saturday, maybe, but so but okay, so that's where we at. You woke up Saturday, still had it, still had it. What, mind you, if I can back up just a bit, right? On that Friday, mm-hmm. I started having an itchy throat. You ain't tell me that. You ain't I did t- not tell you that. Now, previously to that Friday, on that Thursday, I had thought the itchy throat had come from the fact that. I was celebrating closing a deal quite heavily. Let's put it that way. I was celebrating closing a deal heavily. You can't tell me that either, man. Are we are we even friends, dog? I ain't know that. <laughs> we have a podcast, bro. There's there's only so many things we can talk about at a time, right? Anyways, it was it was an art deal. We we sold a piece of artwork, so we we're celebrating um, with the person that we sold the the piece of work to. Bear in mind that point of fact. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm still waiting on my commission. Bear in mind. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we, before we get too much further, because I was looking for something this entire time. Closing the deal, Mandulo, all that. I think you skipped over a very important milestone that I think should be talked about, if you feel what I'm talking about. Can, can we push that into... 
can we how how I how about this? Tell let's him. put it this way. Let's tell, tell, let's tell people straight. Tell them what you we did. Success, <laughs> we, we we have we were successful. We're able between. I think I you haven't done your numbers yet on how many people you've been able to feed this this. Tell them what you did, dog. Essentially, listen. We fed a lot of people this year. People. We, how many people? Between at least a thousand. At least, at least, at least a thousand people. And this is within a few months. Within a few months. That if you take Mazda's number and put that on top, we're pushing numerous thousands of people that we're fed between our organizations, right? It's it's important. I hope y'all hear that motherfucker. That's important. That's the softest air horn I have ever heard, bro. Dude, I... I I thought I'm sharing computer sound. I'm not did you did you play that from your from your cell phone? <laughs> no, dude, I'm hooked in. I just we'll 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 fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. It'll be <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, boom, right? Um, and I'm glad you made us point that out. And we will touch on that this next episode. I think we should get dive deeper on that on the work we do and how we do it. Anyways. Going to Saturday, migraine, still feeling it. I want to throw up in the morning. I go, ooh, this is not just a regular headache. This is migraine. I'm still thinking it's because I burnt, you know, you know, I, I, I'm a little gassed out. So I'm, 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 I'm feeling lethargic. I'm feeling a little bit weak. My throat is itching a little bit more, but, you know, it's nothing intense. It's just a, a slight irritation. But the migraine is definitely there. The, the stomach ache is there, and I'm just, I'm, I'm lethargic. I'm very weak. At this point in your that, brain, you still don't have COVID to you in your head. No, not at all. Not at all. At this point, I'm still, I, I, I'm still, I'm burnt out. At this point, I'm burnt out. You called me. What I say to you when I called you? You said you had migraines. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was, I was feeling the migraines. I said you've been going for over 24 hours. And I said, that makes sense. This nigga got COVID. <laughs> Immediately, you you said it on the podcast. You said it, and then you proceeded to interview the pod, the COVID that was in my body on the podcast. I did, I did, do, that. <laughs> I did do that. Anyways, I still don't know it at that point, right? I still don't know it at that point. Push forward Sunday. Now this has been three days, right? Three days since my my throat started itching, and then these start starts pushing that way. Sunday, I am considerably fatigued. It's, it's, it's hard for me to, to do much. My body is very, very tired. I think to myself, let me go push at the gym just to, just to overstep this hurdle, get myself in a steam room, sweat. I have a podcast to record. And so I did not want to bring what I was feeling on that Sunday onto the podcast. I try to go through a gym session. I cannot make it through a gym session, you know? I stopped almost halfway through my gym session. I'm feeling it. It's not doing it. I go to the steam room. I come out. I feel a little bit better, but, you know, it's, it's whatever. But now I've hit the steam room, so I'm sweating a bunch. That was about at 11 a.m. That sweating did not stop until we recorded at 7 p.m. on this podcast. That's a long time. That's a lot of water, man. That's like a lot of water, man. It's a lot of water. If these last a week and a half, I've lost four pounds. Word. Four, four and a half pounds. Hold on, man. Cut the pie, man. Are you okay, dog? I feel like I'm learning all sorts of shit. You've been closing deals, losing weight. What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm going on vacation for six days. 
I'm not gonna tell you all this stuff while you're on vacation. I'm not gonna call you on vacation. Hey, brother, listen, I'm down from COVID, but also, <laughs> you know. I Meanwhile, I'm sending it. you money bags. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, yo, your time is coming, player. It's all good. I know you're right. It helped. It helped. That's on. So I record the podcast. I'm sweating. I go to bed. That's uh, after recording the podcast. Immediately, I go to bed. And I said it on the, po- on the podcast. Right? I said, Miles Xavier, as the second this is done, I'm going to bed. Now, I might have I, told you niggas goodnight. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hey, look, I said, might have. You said goodnight. <laughs> I, I might have. I just might have <laughs> did it right here. I just might have fell asleep right here on this couch. That's where I cut the Monday. video. I <laughs> Monday, I can feel it now that the fatigue is intense. The the fever is wild. So as okay, so I'm sleeping. I'm uh, so I fall asleep. As I'm falling asleep, I sweat through the duvet. Right, I slept through my my co- I I sweat through my covers. So I wake up in a puddle of sweat. So That's I flip like a open lot of water, don't it? Whenever when you wake up oh. like that and everything is soaked, you be like, God damn. Let me tell, let me ask you a personal question. When that happens to tell you, me. do you still look down and make sure you didn't pee? Hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's my first thought. That's my first thought. That's that's immediate. I didn't even, I I didn't even. St- I looked first. So I was like, oh no, okay, thank God. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> bro, you know when you sleep. I'm gonna let you get back to your shit real quick. But you know when you sleep, yeah. in some, a, the bed that's not yours. Sometimes you, you be heat regulating. It be off. I'm in Florida. I'm in Chicago, nigga. I'm supposed to be cold. I'm sleeping in this hot bed. I'm sweating the first night. Sweating straight through that duvet. First thing I did when I hopped out of bed was look like, okay, good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I sweat. I sweat. It's still nasty, but that's all right. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Navi. So, Miles Xavier, right? I sweat through the black the the bed covers. I sweat. I sweat through. I wake up. My pillow is my pillow is drenched, and my thing. So I flip the pillow over, and then I spin my duvet. My my covers around. So where my head was is now where my feet are. Where my feet are is now where the the covers for my head is. Just so I can get the sweaty part away from me. You ain't put a towel. I wake up. What you supposed to do you supposed to you throw a towel on that? I, listen, dude. It's early in the morning. I'm asleep. It's it's a lot is happening at the same time. I I wake up a few hours after that. I've sweated through that now, right? So I flip this the the cover over now. So before I just spun it around, I flip it over. I wake up a few hours later. I've sweated through. I've sweat through that now. It is right? now so a now, botanical garden growing out this mug's <laughs> duvet right now. It's so, it's uh, a mess. It's wow. a mess. But you have I can't. ABC I can do they. It's Poseidon on the bed, fam. It's Poseidon on the bed for sure. Now I've flipped. I've flipped my pillow over two times. I've two times i switched pillows i'm using a different pillow now but i can't get out of the covers because i am cold i'm freezing i'm so i can't get and the covers are drenched i spin it again now i've essentially i've spun and flipped my cover and i've sweat through the whole thing right you are touching the last fourth of this cover at this point it it doesn't even matter at this point it's 4 a.m at this point whatever i just want to get up and 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 just just deal with this thing boom the fever hits i go no man something is serious right wow see i was (laughs) 
I was going to be like, yep, this nigga got the same problems as a squirter. But then it is. Miles, Miles. And you wonder why I didn't come to you at that time. Oh, Zoya's a squirter. Name of the episode. No, it's not. That is so not the name of the episode at all. It. That's so not. Right. For the record, I'm not. Um, so <laughs> you, you're so wild. Uh, boom, the fever starts setting. Right, just to, just to fast forward the story. Essentially, then what proceeded happened is that the fever came in. Um, I'm I'm showing cold-like symptoms. I'm coughing. I'm I'm uh, you know it's 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 the te- my temperature is hard to regulate. Right, that happens for a couple of days. Let's say Wednesday coming in. Now I'm getting body aches, right? And so I'm very short with the people around me, and I had to check myself, like, why am I being so short with my sister and whatever? And then, and I realized the whole body hurts, bro. Like you, it's it's it was difficult to sit down on things because like my body would hurt, and I was just like rolling my body, I kept on rolling my body just to just to love. At this point, you know, in your head, you have COVID, right? I, I'm, at this point, I'm, I, I've already taken the test, but because of the upsurge in cases in South Africa, um, the processing time for the test is a little bit slow. And I went to a government facility, so it's, it's going to take a while, right? But I was, when I got, to the, when I got to, the, to, the, to the nurse, I told her my symptoms. She was like, listen, pimp, lock yourself in. Because it, you are you. It sounds like that's what it is. It sounds like that's what. It is. Cool. Whatever the case is, mind you, my younger sister. She hasn't shown any symptoms at all. But we've already assumed that she's caught it. I know this because boom, the person who I closed the deal with and the person who I was celebrating it, I shared some. I, I shared a, a, a spliff with this person, and so he he calls me and he tells me, "Hey, bro." No, he, he's been blowing my phone up for the weekend. I haven't been because I, I haven't picked up because I'm sick. But then he texts me, goes, hey, I got a COVID test on Monday and I'm positive. Right. So from that point, it all just kind of made sense. The scary part comes when the fever happens, the body ache happens. I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm, I'm, I'm passing out. I'm sleeping. I'm waking up, whatever. Cool. I lose my sense of smell shortly after that, Right. I, I was putting on lotion, smelled it, couldn't smell a single thing. I couldn't smell anything at all, at all, at all, at all. I panicked. That is, not panic, but I was, that's when I started becoming worried because it showed me I cannot anticipate or predict what's about to happen with this thing. I don't know what's going to happen with this thing. It's, it, it clearly has its own pattern, its own timing, whatever the case is. And I was worried that with the new strain, because then they called us, the test came back. Both of us have this this new strain, V2, is what they call in it. God damn, so, why they name it after a roller coaster? That's messed up. I know, dude. I know. I know. I got hit by the remix. <laughs> Man. I featured on the remix of this thing, right? So V2 is attacking younger kids. Uh, uh, the, the age group that is getting infected is younger. And there have been reports on this side of people that have been getting strokes and heart attacks, just dropping, Damn. dropping. So, and the time that it takes for the symptoms to show itself has been, is shorter. So boom, 
you know, I get those results back V2, I lose my sense of smell. That's why I started getting a little bit worried thinking to myself, oh man, what if, you know, what if this is something that's, you know, what if the worst of it is, is something I'm susceptible to? You know, that's what I was thinking of is I, these things are coming in. But then I thought, you know, I'd, 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 I could feel the migraines had left. The fever had been slightly uh, alleviated. My body was slowly coming back. And I just decided, no, man, I'm going to fight out the rest of this thing. And that's what we've been doing. So what you're seeing now is it's been a better version of myself. I'm back exercising. I'm back working on a full schedule no it's it's on contact games essentially is where we are with it as your brother nobody is happier that you are off the injury reserve than i am um but real quick i want to highlight some important things so the first symptom you had was what was the migraines or the itchy throat itchy throat i mean that's a common symptom of when people are getting sick so if y'all out there, you start to feel like you're getting sick at at all in this in these times, please assume it's COVID. Get away from your loved mm-hmm. ones. Unfortunately, sad as that is, hard as that is to do around these, these times and these holidays. Like if you're getting sick, just assume it's that, bro. The other thing I want to point out is that you are somebody who works out every day, all the time. Mm-hmm. And for somebody like you at your age to be like feeling at all held back debilitated to the point where it's affecting like your interactions you like body aches like that's that's deep that's deep yeah. as somebody who doesn't work out to the nearly the extent that you do and thinking about the immune system that people have and haven't built up like that's crazy that's that that nobody is exempt right i know other people that work out that look to you for as their goal for health so like that's that's yeah. that's deep right and yeah, man. The other thing is just that people are catching this mug. So, like, think about where wherever you stay. What do you what do you think would have made you if there any single factor could have made you be quicker about like or about uh, isolating yourself, more concerned about it being COVID from the initial rip? What do you mm-hmm. think it would be, or do you think it's just tough to would have been tough to come to that conclusion considering the decline of COVID where you're at? up to this point it, it ends up becoming a subjective decision i we're fortunate in that the day that i the same weekend that i was starting to feel ill i immediately reduced my social interactions i immediately started to lock on in so my risk man my the you know the the the, the risk and spreading elements was very very limited because very quickly i was like okay if i feel any sort of ill a bit I'm going to roll this in, wait for it myself. I'm going to get a test and then see what's going to happen. Partly because I was supposed to fly out to see my parents in Cape Town. But I was, I was like, I'm not going to get on a plane if I feel ill. I'm not going to go see my parents if I feel ill. Let me get this testing. Now, what it's, you see, it's difficult because there's still a lot of people that, especially my, in this country, in South Africa, where this is still a distant issue to them. It's not something that's personal, that's personal to them. Now, regardless of how entitled people feel about the misinformation that they're getting or whatever, the real, my reality is that I have shown an ability to be something about my physical, something about me, my body, my makeup, l- makes me susceptible to 
the symptoms that this particular virus has to carry. And because we don't know much about that virus, how it decides who it goes to and whatnot is different. But I know for a fact is that when, with my interaction with it, I was not asymptomatic. I showed symptoms. So my newfound respect for this virus is different. Now I'm moving as somebody. Now I have to change the way I move just to assume that, listen, whatever this ends up becoming, clearly I am at I am at risk of showing symptoms of this. Even if it's a cold, I treat a cold very seriously. I try to limit the, you know, the type of interactions I have with people that might have that. And so that is my changed mindset of it. What other people's mindset is going into it is just, it's going to be hard to tell. But I'll tell you, in South Africa now, we have surpassed our initial peak of cases a day and deaths than we did. In the first big lockout, we've shot past those numbers. So since yesterday, over a million South Africans have gotten infected with this, with COVID. <clears throat> Bro, I appreciate you for breaking it down that thoroughly, for bringing your experience to this podcast. Like, it's not nothing to be sick and to talk about it, to be not feeling good at all and to be talking about it. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, I just want to acknowledge, like, you know, we've been since we started, we started this podcast during this time. And I very much look forward to a time when this isn't the overhanging, you know, arc of, of what's going on is people getting sick. And so like, if, if y'all have been listening to this podcast and, and heard some intros or, or heard some points where it's like, man, you know, especially for my end, I know I'd be coming into this mug, like, you know, there's even an episode I think I started with people are dying. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yo, like, this this thing is real, and the and the only the only reason that that energy, um, you know that the, any type of negative energy, any type of of serious energy, we're very intentful about what we curate in this podcast. And so, if you feel something mm-hmm. heavy, um, it's because something really heavy is going on. So, like, hug your people as long as you're healthy, and if you're not feeling healthy, make sure that you do take all the proper measures because this thing is real. This thing is serious, but we can get through it. If we take care of ourselves, we take care of our loved ones, bro. So for sure, for sure, and uh, and to put a thank you, man, thank you, thank you, and to put a ribbon on it though, it is important that I tell the people how one, I I feel incredible. Um, I've been using natural remedies. I'm, I'm you know, I I feel as though I'm eight eighty five percent and slowly and and not even slowly, quickly climbing back. The the energy I get knowing that we're going to come on this podcast and be able to talk to these people is something that I utilize to be able to get me through that. So thank you as my co-host and thank the people for allowing us to create a space that I feel is to be therapeutic, that I think is to be um, a, a very joyful space, a very ener- an energized space of positivity. And I bring you nothing but positivity and banter on today's episode, baby. Let's go. That's right, baby. A baby air horn. <laughs> What's funny is I'm gonna I'm gonna make that mug so loud. Post. It's gonna be thank you, thank be you. It's gonna be lit. Yeah, I appreciate it. Before we move into the before we move into the next thing, let me go pee real quick. Take us take us with you. Take us with you. That's what it's hard, B. Uh, it is, ain't it? Yeah. This thing. If you don't go. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god.
I'm about to I got it, I'm about to, I got it, bro. This makes you goofy, bro. Big stoke sheet. Back on in it, back on in it. Look, Maz Xavier. I like, I like the pace of this. I like the pace of this. I like, I like how we, I like how we going through this. Um, we got current news up next, bro. We got current news up next, and starting with the stimulus checks. Now, the government recently released that they are going to be providing six hundred dollars stimulus checks out, which would be the second stimulus check that has been put out this year by the COVID relief bills. The first one was for $1,000, second one is $600. Now they are trying to fight for a $2,000 stimulus check. However, I believe that that particular, um, that that got vetoed recently, uh, uh, today that got vetoed. We double check that. However, the stimulus checks, bro, what do you think? How do you feel about that? That's coming your way. What do you, what's the sentiments about that? I think the general sentiment is it ain't enough. And mm. the government is saying, make it enough. Um, I think so. The original stimulus check was twice, it was 1200 And I mean, I can keep it a bean. Like, I don't make too much money to receive that. And when I got that, I paid off all my traffic tickets, I paid off all everything like that, paid off all. Mm-hmm. I mean, Everything, any outstanding bills, tollway, looked through all my, like, you know, paid off my credit card, all that stuff. Um, I think, so it, it definitely did. It absolutely helped me. That was nice. That was nice money to have, you know what I mean? Like, but I think when you look at what it takes to sustain, and when you look at what it takes to sustain life, when you look at what it takes to live, especially in this time, safely when you take it when you look at how limited transportation is when you look at how many people have lost their jobs when you look at how many how hard it is to find and adjust and and how many people have increased medical bills um and what i might find i meant like find new employment or 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 find opportunities safe opportunities to work now like i don't think that these one-time payments of of $1,200 or $600 are making a meaningful impact on the effect that COVID is having upon people's lives and families. 
I think yeah. I think something is better than nothing in the hands of people who are aware and have the opportunity and have a place to start in terms of what they can what they can do with that. So I'm glad people are getting something. Let's not get it twisted, but I don't think that this represents I think that what we're seeing is money being held over the heads of poor people as a political tool and we're going back and, and everybody it's fun to you know blame the people who are making it not enough and and to argue about it and to point fingers and stuff like that but while all these games are going on people are really do need more than that and if they're not getting it so i think that's still the bottom line do you think there's more so an issue where there's an issue in the amount of money that people are supposed to be getting or is the issue in the system that's meant to decide who gets what it's both i think this situation looks very different if one of the uh more powerful more populous nations in the world has a, a more uh full system of health care for everybody i think this this pandemic looks very different i think when you look at canada that becomes very <clears throat> obvious um I think that when you talk about how much money to give people, I think it makes more of an impact to give people a an amount of money that they can rely on to supplement their income over time, especially as people's unemployment benefits and stuff like that are running out in this at the same time that this bill is being issued. Uh, I, I think a one-time payment is easily looked at and easily treated like surplus cash right it's mm. easy like I, I i made a post on uh instagram saying that you know the ps5 is 3.99 or 4.99 and everybody's stimulus checks is 600 dollars, and that's got sony looking like yeah yeah red, you know what i mean so yeah and it's showing too they put up record numbers sony put up record numbers for the sales of their ps5 they're booming they're performing incredibly in what is supposedly one of the worst recessions that we felt in a minute. And that brings us to the other point, which is <clears throat> what are you trying to do with this money? Do you, are you giving it to people for them to throw it back out to stimulate the economy, to make it look like the economy is performing better, to have us have more faith in these top 500 companies that represent the stock, the stock market and to keep that booming? Like, are we just trying to see a spike in, in consumption? Because if that's the goal, then, it's, then that's, that's what it'll do. But if you're trying to provide relief if it's supposed to do what you're what you're saying it's supposed to do, then there are much more effective ways. There are much more effective amounts of money delivered in much more effective ways that can more meaningly provide relief for the pandemic that's at hand. So, so and I'm and I'm glad you touched on that too, which is what's the purpose of what's the purpose of the capital, right? What what's the purpose of um What's the purpose of, <clears throat> excuse me, what's the purpose of being able to, to push this type of money out to people? What's the intention of it, right? Obviously, some people are going to spend. So essentially, when you, when you look at GDP, which would be your gross domestic product, which measures how much a country, a com country is able to, to make on a yearly basis, how much you can account for the production value of a company, which then gives you what would be what the company, what the country has earned in that particular year. So the equation for a GDP is one where in order to 
increase the amount of capital that the government has. There needs to be an increase in consumption. There needs to be an increase in sales taxes. There needs to be an increase in revenue taxes. So for the government, in order, in order for the government to, to increase their revenue, to increase the amount of money that is flowing into them, you need people spending. And then also in order to encourage the, the, the consumers to be able to spend, the government needs to inject capital into the economy and the way that they'll do that is in these spending bills that you'll have so large projects start to become erected those projects then are you know one you're going to be using that cash to pay companies to be able to produce more tiles let's say you're building a massive warehouse they're going to be producing materials for that warehouse you're hiring a lot of people that are going to then come on board those people are going to get salaries those people are then going to spend that money elsewhere so when we when we talk about just the purpose of it i think it's important to realize that the equations of what we calculate um gdp on the rules state that in order to increase the GDP that a country has, there needs to be more consumption. That is, be, there needs to be more consumption, and that is done through these spending bills. That's why when you look at these spending bills, the there's a portion of it that's that's attributed to these stimulus checks, but that's not the biggest portion of those bills. Those are uh, those are trillion dollar, you know, trillion dollar bills. A fraction of them go to the stimulus checks, and then the other fraction of it go into these large spending. Um, these large spending projects and, and expenditures that the government is going to assume on in order to also further stimulate an economy. So, you know, yep, there you go. I think that's an important point too. It's like when you talk about what the government is going to take on, right? You're also talking about a government that's already trillion dollars and trillions of dollars in debt. And so the other important thing to remember is who's really taking on that burden and where does, where does that buck stop? Where does that, the money that we're receiving now, I would not be surprised to see a commensurate increase in taxes, right, over the next few years to make up for the money that's going out right now, right? Mm-hmm. And, if, and if that's the plan, I think it's when we zoom out, it's important to look at, you know, the full cyclical nature of, of how in the end, it is typically the people that need this relief the most that will be struggling the hardest to rebuild after something like this, uh, that will be hit the hardest and continue to support the, the higher classes on their back because we're, we're hesitant to tax them too much. Uh, unfortunately, a, a very relevant idiom, I think that, that, and I don't even know if I'm, if it's idiom, metaphor, whatever, saying is that when, um, when 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 Wall Street catches a cold, Harlem gets pneumonia. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. And to simplify it too, it's it's important to to look at governments as corporations, right? These they 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 also have credit ratings. They also borrow money. They they also can overextend themselves. You've recently seen countries like i want to say congo i want to say congo default on their loans right so it does happen you you have countries that default on loans so 
a lot of the times we think that there's this mythical money printing machine that happens in the background when it comes to the, you know, these types of stimulus, uh, stimulus incentives that governments use. But the simplicity of it is you just think about it as if they were, you know, a, comp- a company that is borrowing money in order to invest into more people being able to spend, which can then give them additional capital. If you can build things, then more things can be produced, more things can be sold, more things can be taxed. You can utilize that money to pay off these massive, massive amounts of debt. And those debts can be sold. You know, debts, uh, sovereign debts literally are products that are sold on the open market. You purchase, you, you, you purchase government bonds based on sovereign debts and how much a government can be able to pay you back. So government is then literally borrowing money from the people when you are issued government bonds. That's a government borrowing money. So, you know, we, I just wanted to be able to, to break that down for people um, and keep it simple. It's just so people can understand exactly like what it means to have these stimulus checks, you know, what's the purpose of them. And then when it comes to how to spend it, listen, I, I, I charge for that information now. All right. So you go, y'all take yourselves on Mandula Capital. Hit me up. I got somebody that can help you spend that the right way, invest that the right way. <laughs> My brother is a staunch capitalist and will defend the mechanisms of the systems until they feed his pockets. And no, I- <laughs> no, bro. Miles, I'm not do- I'm not defending it. I'm not defending it. I'm just explaining it. I, I don't agree with it. In fact, I think I think this money system is broken. I think if you look at how money is just debt is being acquired, the num- the amount of debt that's being uh, um that's being produced, we're we're printing trillions of dollars. Companies are valued at bi- hundreds of billions of dollars. There's companies that are value that are valued at trillions of dollars, at at a trillion dollar. Right? You have Apple, you have Saudi Aramco, which is uh, um, allegedly valued at that amount of cash. So what does that mean? What does that mean? We, we went through a recession where oil hit zero dollars. The, the system that we're using to value things is completely broken. That's why we can just keep printing more cash. There's a trillion dollars. Where are you going to save it? Who's going to spend it? Where does it go to? At the end of the day, who holds that trillion dollar? It, it's just absurd. The, it, it balloons and it keeps ballooning. It's just these these bubble debts that just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and they all about to explode. Now, the question is what's next? Some people say Bitcoin. I don't fully agree with that, but it could be. Well, I think part of the reason that you see these, the, the debts continue and this, this pattern uh, be remain unshakable uh, is that the people who are starting these companies that have the opportunity based on, you know, the capital that does turn back out to the citizens. It's a very particular group of people that receives that capital. And it's a group of people that unfortunately, once they set up the business and set up the enterprise and start making a lot of the money are keeping that billion dollars. And I don't know how much of that is trickling down as they say, right? You have a lot of people who are in charge of making the decisions of where that money generated goes and they're all linking up with the the people who are making the money and linking up with the people who making that make the decisions and i don't know what happens in those rooms but i'm still standing outside of them like <laughs> where am i not <laughs> you know what i mean and 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 that's not to say that every not everybody's it's not to say that people aren't responsible for going out and going to get what they want in life but i think we often expect 
we often make decisions that affect millions of people based on the idea that a few people at the top will continue to make decisions with those people in mind once the money hits their wallets. And I don't think that that's always the case. Yeah. And I fully agree with that. I fully agree with that. That I'll, I just want to clarify, I'm not defending the system. I'm just explaining it. Now, what we do know is that there is a change in current consumer sentiments, which is to say that people are now starting to realize that their cash, can they can actually invest in things that they believe in. People can understand that they can hold companies accountable for what they what their social impact is what the environmental impact is what is their governance you know companies can be brought down um companies can be can be brought down because of mismanagement take for instance you have uh not jc penny is it sears is it sears i think it might be sears right where you had the head of sears who was a renowned a renowned asshole if you will and then they came out with allegations about the different type of, um, they came out with allegations on the different type of sexual harassment things that they were going. And because of how that, that company was built, it immediately, it, it crumbled into itself. It completely, completely crumbled into itself. So people, people voted with their, with their cash in that sense. They showed that this is not something we put value behind. They withdrew their cash from it and then the company fell apart. So Times are changing. It's gloom and all of this stuff make like, you know, the, the, the finance world is as someone that's invested in it, runs a company based around it, it. It's, it's wild. It makes no sense. However, we are now moving to people finally putting their money where their heart is, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think which we- is the slogan of the new product coming soon. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, see, see TM net. Uh, I think, I think we could go, back and forth and i think there are discussions about uh about more about capitalism that we can we can continue to dive into but i think that's an excellent note to leave people on is where you spend your dollar matters spend it in your community spend it with the people you know bro like spend like support your people's businesses their i dream their ig trap their i dreams look at that we should trademark that too i dreams hella people got i dreams bro but uh, yeah. Every what your what your people are doing on their IG. I got a homegirl that's trapping sweaters or scarves, comfy little scarves. Like support that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and just just spend your yeah your money where you spend your dollar matters. Know that. I think that's a good note to leave the uh that conversation on. Hey, for sure, for sure, for sure. Hey man, we're giving the people what they want. Giving the people what they want. Now. I'm going to I'm going to call an audible right now and take us to recommended and review just because I feel like the Nashville bombing is is you know what I'm saying it's another serious topic we came through from covid into stimulus checks going into Nashville bombing how about this we're glad I I don't believe anybody's there's no fatalities in the recommended review no <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Alfredo and pray for Paris. There's fatalities in this recommended set review. <laughs> Yo, there's no fatalities in, in what? The national bombing. The dude who blew it up. Idiot. I then. Um, good. And then, <laughs> you know, 
we're glad that there's no fatalities, man. People be safe out there. It's crazy times. It's crazy, crazy times. These things are happening. People just need to be vigilant, dude. It's 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 real. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I mean, I think there's I think there's a there's a larger conversation to be had about the way that people are represented in media, people of different cultures. We'll go ahead and say it because we don't want to dwell on too long. White people get treated differently by the media. That's a fact, right? Um, I think that we shouldn't always, I think that it's important to, to highlight that, to continue to reiterate that message. I think when something like this happens, it's always most important to consider the people, right? So this person was obviously hurting. This person is gone now. We can learn from that. So I think that, that it's important to always come to these, these uh, events with the humility and the respect for life. First and foremost, thankfully, uh, there weren't any other casualties. Um, I think that, yeah, one more point that I really wanted to, that I really wanted to make on this, but um, I lost it. I guess it wasn't that important. Um, No, but like, no, it's, it's, and I'm glad you talked, you you touched on that, which is like the separation of the, the difference in treatment when it comes to different races and different crimes perpetrated. I recall when there was the DC sniper, the, the, how the news was reported coming out to find that, you know, he's a black man or we're talking about the young man, Dylan, we don't care about his last name, who shot up the, who shot up the, the black, the black church, right? Like Dylan, Dylan Ruth. Why do I remember these things? Um, who shot up the black church, how that crime was reported was very, very much so different, you know, based on when, for instance, we saw George Floyd get killed and then all of these things about his past keep getting reiterated and things of that nature. We want to say that we see these things happening. We are aware of the mistreatment of, 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 of the, the, the misinformation, let me not say misinformation, but just the, the, yeah, the misinformation, because that information is not relevant. The, a lot of the information that they give us about people of color is not relevant towards what is being perpetrated against them. Not only are we aware of this, but it's important to let people know that the best way that we can support this type of stuff is to promote our own networks and to promote, um, again, vote without, vote without money, man. Put your time and attention into people that give information in a way that's valuable to you and that's unbiased. Keep finding that, support that, put your money behind it, put your time behind it, put your clicks behind it. Let's raise the standard of people that give us information and then support the ones that give us the right information, man. We have the ability to do something about it, people. We do. I'm telling you this. Bruh. And raising the standard is, that was, that was my last point, was that it's always key to remember that when we look at white people being treated differently, when we see a white person who walks into a bowling alley and kills three people and wounds three others, right, be uh, arrested and taken into custody without being harmed, we got to always remember that the goal is not for him to get messed up just like a black person would be messed up, but for everybody to have the opportunity, no matter what's going on with them, to be to have their life put at the put at the value uh, be saved if possible not if they're if they're hurting someone else if you can stop them from hurting someone else that's one thing but if you don't have to kill somebody if you don't have to take a life that's what we want we don't want to see white people getting messed up the same way black people get messed up 
Uh, Brother Miles Xavier, now, can you explain to the people? Actually, let me catch it off the backboard. So what we have, we've changed the format of the recommended and review a little bit just to give you guys an insight. What we will be doing on the review elements of it is reviewing music pieces on the review side of things. We've decided that that is something that's important to us, something that people like to listen to. So every week we're going to be bringing you guys a review of an album. Now on the recommended, that's what we need y'all. Pull up with it. Let us know what we're supposed to be talking about. Fortunately, this week, what we have been asked to talk about and what we're about to talk about is the same thing. Is the same thing. Favorite albums, top two, deep dive, bro. Tell me you have your list with you and what are your two favorite albums of the year? I know for sure that number one is Burden of Proof, Benny the Busher. The second, the second spot is a little more contentious. So let me hear what you got. Let me, let me do my alternative top two, and then I'll do my hip-hop top two, right? Because... Let's get the, the, my 22 twos, this guy. I, dude, I was at pre-production. You should have been there. It was awesome. Wow. I had time. Always late. At oh. time. Um, the reason why I want to start my alternative albums is because these were actually my favorite albums, right? Now, I've got Jordan Rakai, which is the Signs album. I think that's my favorite album of the year. Um, it's uh, Neo Jazz, Neo Soul, So Smooth. It, it, it's, it's a spectacular work. Jordan Rakai has been consistently growing and evolving as an artist. This is his best work to date. If you remember, Jordan Rakai started with, or was Tom Mish, was, was, I think Tom Mish was Beats Tape, Volume 1, way back in SoundCloud days. Jordan Rakai, I was introduced to by uh, Add the Baseline. And there were a few flips of Add the Baseline going around SoundCloud. And so I was the dude crooning on that. I had to figure out. How to uh, work that into my love life. So Jordan Rakai is, is ill. Jordan Rakai signs. That's top up there. And then Giveon, Take Time. Giveon, Take Time's album. Seven, seven songs. Very short, very compact. Everything on there is a R&B masterpiece. This dude is so smooth. This dude is so deep. It is, it is a refreshing sound coming into the R&B side. Special... Uh, 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 a special nod to Kehlani's album. There were, there were so many good R&B albums this year, bro. Like, for someone that digs that type of music, there was a plethora of it. Brandy's album came out this year, which was incredible. Um, you had... Where, where you want to go with it? Uh, Summer Walker put out a, a piece of work. Um, it's, it's, it's all over the place, right? All over the place. Now. Hip back. Album of the album of hip hop album of the year is Alfredo. I hear that. I get that. I can. I, I won't argue too hard against that. Alfredo. Now this is controversial because I had two albums fighting for number one. It was Stove God Cooks, Reasonable Drought, and Alfredo. However, only one of them could be number one. Neither of them could be number two. So my number two is Pray for Paris. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. 
pray for Paris, West Side over over Conway's efforts and Benny's efforts. Huh? Yes, 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 yes. This to me is classic Griselda sounds, whereas Burden of Proof from Benny seemed to step away a little bit from his, the the traditional um, the traditional. Uh, let's say Griselda sound, if you will, which is something that I've always been a fan of. He dove more into with Hip Boy on Burden of Proof to try to create um, more mainstream songs. It, it, it sounded like to me, but definitely in covered in authentic, authentic hip hop sauce. So I appreciated it. I loved it. It's in my top five albums. I love actually might not make the top five albums, but I love that album. West Side Gun Pray for Paris, I think to me is 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 a is a masterpiece of the year. One of the masterpieces of the year. From the album art to the features to the sounds, it 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 just rides in a whole different wave, man. It, it it's it's too smooth actually. Man, I, I, I really dig Pray for Paris. I think that's a I think that's an amazing uh culmination of the Griselda sound. Uh why I put burden of proof as my number one album is because it's i like and i even hate letting these words coming out come out of my mouth but i i never don't have enough of the griselda sound right i'm i'm extremely blessed in that those boys are working like <laughs> we haven't seen a, a collaborative artist work in a long time right you know when you go from king to a god uh, when you go from Lulu earlier this year, when you go from, you got Who Made the Sunshine after Pray for Paris, you got, you know, this this mm. amazing collective of Griselda albums. And and so I'm I'm running them all, you know what I mean? And when I, when I put on Burden of Proof, it is, it is showcasing how this sound is so connected to modern hip hop, the hip hop that it comes from, it's it's so rooted in all the things that I that I value about hip hop, not about rap, not about the music industry. It's rooted in storytelling. It's rooted in like trying to pass wisdom on. It's rooted in uh, a celebration, just like this podcast is, of 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 someone who is who has overcome odds and not only found their lane, but has remained themselves, created a lane, and has everybody on it because of the the way that they truly just shine and that just and it makes me so happy to to hear a uh, uh, a grimy brother like sounding feeling looking like money so that burden of proof yeah. album is that's that's the nah that 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 album slaps and i also think you need to include little baby's album big facts Little baby's album, you gotta I think, throw that on there. So the reason Little Baby's album doesn't doesn't jump into my my top two, even though this, this man's voice has been running the year, is because um, when I talk when I if I'm if I'm gonna make a list about albums, then there's a criteria to me that the that the album can't it. it it has to mean something in the way that it's sequenced in the way that the, that the individual product is put together. Shout out to Lil Baby for being so on fire that, you know, 
single after single after single after single and after 12 singles i guess i can make that album and keep putting out single after single after single after single and boom lamborghini boys single after single after single and boom my turn single after but it, single but it after slaps you. though it slaps hard it slaps hard but you could there's there's and and this is just me right but if you can take any verse from any song and put it on any other song or you can take any song and put it on any other project, then to me, that doesn't make the music any more, any better or worse, but it means that in a, in a conversation about albums, and I wanna commend the people that are putting together a, a record, a collection of songs that mean something to them, then we're, we're not talking about it in the same conversation. We wanna talk about hot, we wanna talk about heat, we wanna talk about flame emoji, you, I, you're gonna be hard to knock little Baby out that conversation. But when you talk yeah. about albums, when you talk records i think it's a little something different that's why both of us should kick ourselves for not including Sai re the kids it was written album that dropped in the beginning of this year i played that for you when we were together in india in february and i recall you being amazed by the product of by, by that body of work i think it's an incredible album i think it's yeah it's amazing it's amazing what uh perseverance in the game will will do for you right Mm-hmm. Um, I've been hearing Sayari's name float around for for a minute on features around some of the people that I really respect in rap, and it's it's amazing. He put out two projects. Uh, there's another one along with the. Uh, it was yeah, written. toxic. A toxic heartbreak came out a little bit later. Yeah, and when you get consistently nice with it, that's that's. I mean, that's that shows effort. That shows time of your craft. So that's that's amazing. Um, but on that note is why my second album has to be the underrated, uh, undervalued, underlistened to, underheard of The Sharecropper's Daughter by Ciroc, the MC. And this is a female MC that has been bodying the game with positive music, uh, her very own style, very unique in the choice of what she chooses to talk about. Um, like her uplifting message and still be able to deliver bars, right? You hear artists like Rhapsody and No Name and we, 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 are, uh, we always make sure to commit the, the couple lyricists that surface to the top, that become the cream of the crop, um, that can exist among the pop. And we always, you know, call out those, but there are always some that go beneath the right? Are. And Ciroc, she's been in the game a long time. And the Sharecropper's Daughter is like a debut out that's been grinding. And it's, it's beautiful. And I, I think that, uh, man, it needs more light. Time out. Time out. What up? Got it. Got it. I think I think we're back rocking. I think we're back rocking. I'm right. Not cool. Let's go. Um, Sharecropper's daughter, undoubtedly very, very, very smooth. My brother, did Boogie's did Boogie's album come out this year? Nah, I think it was. I think it was at the beginning of last year. Actually, I think it's early 2019. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just like that album. Um, Meet the Woo. 
Meet the Wool. Shoot for the, the Stars. Star. Not Meet the Wool. Shoot, shoot, shoot for the Stars. Shoot for the Stars. Incredible, incredible. Jumping through French Montana's body of work that came out earlier this year as well with Harry Fraud. That slapped. That that definitely slapped. There's a couple on there. Rick Ross came out. Did Rick Ross come out this year or last year? I don't know, but you hate this album. But Reason, New Beginnings is fire. No matter what nobody tells you, that nigga is Stop rap. saying I hate that album, bro. I don't hate that album. I just, dude is I'm, not, I'm not sold on that album is all. Dude is, dude is rap and um, that's fire. There's a, there's a whole bunch, man. You was running through the R&B tip. There's a couple of artists that, you know, I came up on this year. Liana La Havis, Ivy Soul. Uh, mm-hmm. Ramon. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a Jada, um, man, Jayla Darden. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, Brent Fias. Oh yeah, but Brent been me and me and Brent been rocking since the Lonely Dorm days, man. I've been listening to uh to Brent for a minute. I'm trying to think what else what else came out that's that's crazy crazy this year. Um, if you're into jazz and and that type of stuff, you got God Streets, God Street Park that came out. You had Dinner Party that came out, which is Terrence Martin. Um, it's it's, it's Terrence Martin, Robert Glasper, Bilal, just a superstar, a superstar, uh, a superstar jazz modern day jazz compilation. You have Yusef Days with Tom Mish's album that came out this year, which is also very incredible too. It was a it was a great year for 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 new age jazz. It was a great year for R and B and also for lyricism and hip hop, which is, you know, it's 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 actually been a a solid year for 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 various types of music. Yeah, I think we didn't get you know some of the the acts that stopped the world for everybody. But if you uh, have the patience to wade through what is coming out, there's been some, there's been some amazing, amazing stuff putting out, put out uh, Overture, Gaida, another an amazing army. There you album. go. Uh, Tiana Taylor's The Album also came out this year. That's, that's another one that I think is, is hugely worth, is hugely worth mentioning. Um, yeah, man, there's a, there's a little- Ego LMA. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Ego LMA's album, Honey for Wounds. That's solid, solid R and B right there. You know what, G? I wanna I wanna mention uh Ace Hood's Mr. Hood too. That album actually has a few joints joints on it. Uh and I yeah. think that I think that Ace Hood represents something hugely important in hip hop. And I think we need to just say his name more. And have conversations about the type of things that he's doing in hip hop because that is that is a uh, that's a real one. That's a real independent artist that is carving out a lane and and living in a way that I think a lot of kids who are trying to make their way in the game can look up to uh, and avoiding all the BS. Uh, and then the last album that I want to mention that I thought was pretty dope that showed a lot of promises. Uh, Kenny Mason's Hood, uh, Angelic Hood Rat. I think that that. I think yes. that co- combination of rap, uh, rock that he's doing, I think that's going to go places. Uh, just to end it, to get out of here, some honorable mentions definitely goes out to Knowledge for all my beats, my beat head folks. Uh, Knowledge's 1988 album is quite, quite, 
Fantastic, man. It's absolutely quite fantastic. And then Iman Omari's Ascended Masters. We just we just putting you on a good music now at this point. Hey bro, that that turn this to a whole music podcast, man. Hey, you run through a couple of those, man. You'll see that we ain't we ain't uh we ain't just throwing out any names, just some quality music right there. And if you need more quality music and you need to slap, check out how we rocking. It's on the live house production SoundCloud. I need y'all to follow that. I need y'all to rock with me. I know it's cold outside. I know ain't nobody doing nothing, but it's just trap music. It's gonna help you hustle, it's gonna help you get ready. I'll go back out and party and telling you good how we rocking. Live house production SoundCloud. Go get that. It's coming. Here. Hey, man. I feel like people man, are what they think. want. That this will be the first landing that I had to do today, but it's not. It's not. And what that means is. Ain't no mountain high. I need to be around people to know. My brother know. He know. I know. I was I was cut and for a bit, but I'm back now. I know. We know. You got too many options when it comes to selecting a delectable podcast to put up in your ear pods, your air holes. But we appreciate you for rocking all the way live. Live in the sense. That we are celebrating life. Live in the sense that we are celebrating celebrating. Live in the sense that we are celebrating how good it feels to be black. Don't it feel good? The best feeling in the world, baby. We are celebrating that Zway had beat the COVID. Look, it's the middle of see talk to your people you have a chance to with family in any sense make sure you have time especially for those of us who are more closed off more isolated more uh more more lonely and ain't got a chance to go out is great it ain't as sunny as it was in florida i'm back in chicago and i feel it already so look out for your people man look take care peace uh water we gone